0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good morning, everyone. Shalom aleichem. Bruch mabam. Daf Tzadi Vav Amud We're going to do a sort of a non suya today. It's more uh, Indian and Agadata. We'll call it. Let's see the Gemara on the bottom of Tzadi Vav Amud Beis. The Gemara told uh, the story where Rabbi Yochanan uh, reconciled the Mishnah here on Dav Tzad with the Mishnah on Laman Aleph Because the question was, if we're going to compare the Biyah of a Katan to a Maimer of a Gadol, then on Laman Aleph it affected the Tzara, why doesn't it overhear? So Rabbi Yochanan had a way to reconcile it, that it's Machlechist tanoim. And basically, the Gemara says that, we'll read it inside quickly. Azal, Revelazar, Revelazar went to Amr Bay Midrasha. He said over the Gemara in the base medischlai, Amr Mashmed Rabbi Yochanan. He didn't say it in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Shama Rabbi Yochanan Ikbid. So Rabbi Yochanan heard it, and Rabbi Yochanan was makbed that Revelazar didn't say it in his name. Olegabi Rabami Vravasi. So Ravamin Ravasi tried to calm Rabyoikhan down. Umrele, they said to him, the Tavaria. You know, you can't let anger um, get a hold of the situation. Wasn't there a story in a shul in Tavaria, the Nagar, with a carpenter, Sheh that at the top of the screw there was a little there was a peg. And Shenechlikuba Rabbi Rabyosi. There was a machloek as Reb and it got so heated as you call Somebody tore up a sefer Torah Says Gemara says Karu Sakadaiter. You think that they actually tore it up? Ela ima shenikros sefer Torah bechamasan. It got so heated. Eventually, the ended up being torn up. Va'ho'yisham Reb Yosi ben Kisma. Reb ben Kisma was there. Amar he said T'mia niem la'yia be'sknesazu avles kechavim. It would be a, what an astonishment if this shul didn't turn into a church. V'chein Hava, and that's what happened. So instead of this calming down, Rabbi Yoichanan, when they told him, you know, relax, because anger is a bad thing, it made him more upset. Hadarik Betvei got more angry. Amar, nami, ole gabe. nami. Meaning, what, am I a contemporary? We know Ravami and Ravasi were contemporaries, so... Uh, Rablah and Rabbi uh, excuse me um and were contemporaries so they could be they didn't have a right to be angry at each other they need to get along but I'm allowed to be angry at my student meaning two contemporaries they could uh, argue and they should not get angry but how could my students stay over stay over my teaching and not quote me so um Rabbi Yaakov Aridi went up to him amale he said to him, "Kasher tziva Hashem as Moshe." Just like the Lord commanded Moshe, Avdoi, "Kain Siva Moshe Yeshua." Moshe commanded Yeshua, "V'chein Yeshua." So did Yeshua. Duloi, "Haster daver mikol shatziva Hashem as Moshe." He did not remove anything that Hashem commanded Moshe. There was nothing that Hashem commanded Moshe that he took away from that he did not teach. So it says the uh, Ravya. Uh, Rabbi Yaakov Baridi v'chi'al kol davar shamer Yeshua ha'yelahem ha'yayimelahem kach hameli Moshe. What you think every share Yeshua gave? He said, "This is what Moshe taught me." Elo Yeshua Yosef v'doyresh stam. Yeshua just sat and he taught, unqualified. V'akol yoidim shataras shem Moshe. Everyone knew it was Moshe's Torah. After Rabbi Lazar tamidcha, so too Rabbi Ochun and Rabbi your student Yosef v'doyresh stam. He's sitting and he teaching. He's teaching. V'akol yoidim shalchali. Everybody knows it's yours. So then Rabbi Yochanan turned around to Ravami and Ravasi and he said, Why couldn't you console me like Ravidi? I mean Ravidi did a much better job. So the bottom line is we see Rabbi Yochanan was that his students say over something in his name, and Rabbi Baridi calmed him down. Namely, that just like everybody knew that Yeshua was teaching what Moshe taught him, everybody knows that what Rabbi Lazar is teaching, Rabbi Yochanan uh, taught him. So there's something very difficult over here. Namely, why did Rabbi Yochanan need him? Why did Rabbi Yochanan need somebody to quote him? What was the person taking away from Rabbi Yochanan that Rabbi Yochanan needed uh, to be quoted? El somehow it's like, uh, it's intellectual property. In other words, if somebody is machadish something, it belongs to them. So then the person is stealing it. So first of all, why would only Rabbi Yochanan be Makbed? We don't find other Amarom or Makbed? Secondly, I mean, that, that would seem to be the reason that somehow uh, it's, uh, it's stealing, but now the Gemara is about to say that there's a completely different reason. There's a mystical reason. The Gemara says, Rabbi Yochan, May Tami, Kapit Kolehai. Why was Rabbi Yochan so makbid? Dom Ravihudam Rav. Rabbi Yochan, the name of Rav, May Dixiv, what does it mean? Agura be'alcha oilamim, I will dwell in your tent, oilamim, in worlds, plural. Vichyav shalai la adam logor vishne oilamim. Can a person live in two worlds? Mm-hmm. May it be your will that they say Halachic teachings in my name in this world. Why? His lips will move in the grave. So now it seems like then, the reason why Rabbi Yochanan was makbid is he wanted the great tzuchos, that his lips should be moving in his grave. But why would someone's lips only move if somebody quotes him? And if somebody doesn't quote him, then the lips don't move? Why would that be? I mean, think about it. What does a person get out of someone quoting them? The pshat is that the same way if you collect tzedakah from someone, in other words, just like if you cause someone to do an Avera, you're Oivre And if you indirectly cause someone to do an Avera, you're Messayeli De Oivre Avera. Likewise, by a Mitzvah, if you cause someone to do a Mitzvah, you get the Zuchusay, you cause them to do a Mitzvah. So, what difference does it make if they call you or not? So, clearly, it's not because you cause someone to do a Mitzvah. Because if that was the case, it would be irrespective if the person quoted you. So it seems like there's some kind of magical din that your lips only move if they say your name. But if that's the case, then how did they console Rabbi Yochanan? Don't worry, everybody knows that what Rabbi Lazar is teaching is from you. So what? Everybody knows it. But only if they quote you. In other words, Shach. if the reason that it's... Considered um, important that somebody say over in your name because, in other words, if the reason why somebody says over Torah is somehow it's a zuchus for the mechadesh that you contributed and you caused the person to do a mitzvah, then it's irrespective if they quote you or not. It actually makes no difference at all if they quote you. What difference does it make if they quote you? You cause them to do a mitzvah, whether anybody knows about it or not. Elamai, somehow, it's a special segula that when they say your name, your lips move. So then what was Rabbi Yochanan? How is Rabbi Yochanan consoled that everybody knows Rabbi Lezer is saying over from him, okay, so what everybody knows, but his uh, lips are not going to move because they didn't say his name. By the way, the Gemara continues. Let's just see quickly. Am Rav Yitzchak ben Zeira, Vitema, Shema Nazira, Kra. what does the Pasuk mean? V'chi keich k'yein ha-toiv, hoyleich ledoidi, l'mei sivse And your palate is like good wine, going to my beloved injustice, the lips of the sleeping move. like a... Uh, A vessel that you put grapes in. Just like the Kli that you put the grapes in. The moment a person puts their finger in it, so it starts wiggling. Okay. That's the Gemara. Let's see Toysus. Toysus says on Talifah Vambez, Agura Baalcha Olamim, Kishanishmasai B'yeshiva Shalmala, How is it possible to be in two worlds? So Toysus says, When your soul is in the heavenly academy, of noise B'kabar, The lips move in the grave, K'ilu Medabrois, As if they're speaking. Nimsa Shabisha achas Dar B'Shnei So simultaneously you're living in two worlds. You're in Olam haba and your lips are moving in Oilamaza. And somehow it's a good thing to be in two worlds at the same time, even though normally you can't be in two places at the same time. But if somebody says over something in your name, then you could be in two places at the same time. And somehow this only works if they say it in your name. If they don't say it in your name, then, no. Then your lips will not be moving in the grave. What is, uh, look at Rashi. Rashi says, this is a very un- unusual and difficult subject. What is the myla of it? Why is it only if they quote you? Why was Aviyochanan upset? Let's begin with the mm, Marsha. Now, let's begin with The ACI safe. It's Yosef says, Iqbir al-shalai amra m'shmei. Why? It says that it's Yosef, Rabbi Yochanan didn't have children. Kedah amar, Rabbi Yochanan, didn't garma da'asar abir. Rabbi Yochanan lost all his children. V'chomish enum eniach ben nekramis, someone doesn't have a child. It's like he's not alive. It's like Chazal say, Yoi avshalai hiniach ben ne'mra b'misa. L'chain ikbir l'meimashmaiti m'shmei, k'deish yusuf soysuf doi b'vayis. In other words, this was a special haqpahd of Rabbi Yochanan. Maybe somebody else wouldn't have minded as much, because, okay, they didn't quote you, big deal. But Rabbi Yochanan didn't have children, so if he didn't have children, his death would be a, a, very, a final exit. And therefore, he wanted to be, remain alive through people uh, citing from him. Like there's an idea that uh, when you quote over from somebody, it's as if the Baal HaShmua is standing opposite you. And therefore Chazal, Darshan, and Shabbos, Yahreis Hashem lo'ish asher ya'asena, lo'yea lo'y er v'oina er b'chachamim v'oina So in other words, there's an idea that... uh Kareis could be without students, without uh, some type of legacy. So the Etzio Yosef learns this was a a particular Hakpada uh, that Rabbi Yochanan had that maybe would not have been for other people. The... Okay, so that's the opinion of the Etzio The The Harif... He says maidirsav agura ba alkhayla min nirladactic ma hukshalai because of azah what were they bothered by in this pustak shamar maidirsav agura what's the kasha shima koshihi ma shi kosav akhar kakh wa la adam if the whole question was could you live in two worlds so then haylay lamimirsav agura ba alkhayla mim khiyaf shulay la adam in other words the lesson of the gemara is Ma'i Dixiv Agura Ba'alcha O'ylamim V'chi Efshar? But if the question was just V'chi Efshar, it should have said, it says Agura Ba'alcha O'ylamim V'chi Efshar. And how do you see anything in that pasach that if they say over something in your name, it's like you're alive? So the the harif says, the Efshar should dictate, Ma'i Agura Ba'alcha what does it mean in your tent? Have a leilu agura oylamim. What does the word oihalecha mean? L'kach darshu aholcha miloshan matoi v'ohihalecha. Those are the batte midrashos. Amar agura, I will live. B'sibas aholecha, Shem de'vei toira. Ha'imrim ve'yis hamedrash b'shmu oisav, s'vsoy soy v'doy as if you're speaking, v'nishmoso y'yemedus v'ilma ba'a. And now the harif the quotes Yushalmi in They say on this pasuk, did it arise in David's mind that he would live forever? Now we can answer. So Amalthea Gamara says my dakhsef agura eilamim ve khiawa David ju khailo v'im kavanaso kavanosol eilamim ma eilam mazalava kasha ve khiaf shradom reis shbne eilam ke'akhar elashoyem rushmua mi pibo eil mazah keday sheyosef saz davar sta'inu khay beze eilamim ke'akhar so when David said that he wants to live for forever the the Yishami interprets it, that he wanted someone to quote him in this world, and then he will be simultaneously living living in both worlds. Okay, so the bottom line is the Riff learns that the Diok is not just from O'yel Amim, but also from the word Ba'oyalecha. Through the O'yel of Torah, he will be Zoycha to live in two worlds simultaneously. Let's see the and Yaakov, and then we'll go to the Marsha. Says the Eyon Yaakov, Hadar Ikbit Fei. Amar Chavrusanami. Efsir, it could be that the reason Rabbi Yochanan got angry at them, the Mishum Hachi Iqbid Aleim, shehem Amru Loi They were rebuking Rabbi Yochanan. They were telling him, Rebbe, Yesh Oinish Gadol, Laman De Iqbid. There's a big punishment for people get angry. Certainly, if you see somebody do something improper, you have to reprimand him like we find in Brachis in an You can't reprimand your Rebbe, you you can't reprimand your Rebbe, Okay, so according to Ion Yaakov, the reason why Rabbi Yochanan got more angry is that they were not allowed to give Musr to their Rebbe. Uh, that's not a proper way to speak. Now, let's see the Ion Yaakov on Sapsoy Savdoi Vavais. Perish Rashi ki ilu anichai chai ki hu That is, the cho- Torah is your life. Chachma breathes life into its owner. The cho- Torah is life to those who say it with their mouth. hine which hidarshan's to mean by saying something publicly, so then somebody will remember something, and they'll say it over in my name. Okay. So with this, some of this background, I want to take you to one more Gemara, and then we'll see the Marsha. There's another Gemara about Tzavsoy of and this is gemara the Gemara Mpsachem. The Gemara Mpsachem on Dav Amar Tells the following story. By the way, this uh, page comes from a Sefer about, it's called Hasaba Mislabotka. It's a It's a Sefer about the altar of Slabotka and his student, Rav Libowitz, Leibowitz, of Racha, who is the father of Arashiva. Shiva. And it begins with like this uh, one page intro where he talks about the subject of Savsoy Sevdoiv Vais and the Gemara M'sachem relates the following story. Ula ikla la Ulah Ula came to Pompadisa. And Pompadisa was headed by Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda was Roshiva in Pompadisa. So when Rabbi Huda heard that Ula came to Pompadisa, he said to Rabbi Yitzchak, his son, do me a favor, go to Ula, give him a basket of fruits. He won't be able to eat them until he makes Havdalah. And you'll hear how he makes Havdalah. So the Gemara says Loyazal, yazal he did, he couldn't go, Rav Yitzchok couldn't go, so he sent Abaye instead shaderei Abaye. So kiyas Abaye when Abaye came back, so Rav Yitzchok said amarle hechi amar. What how did Ula say havdala? Amarle Abaye said baruch hamavdah ben kol shlochoil and that's it. So now Rav came to his father Rabbi Yehuda asa kamei de'avua. Amarle hechi amar his father said new how did Ula make havdala? Amarle I know lo I know I know lo I couldn't go. Ano shadarte labaye sent abaye ali and he told me that the way Ulah makes havdallah is he said hamavdil ben kosh So in other words, Reb was told to go to ula. Reb didn't go. Instead, he sent abaye. So Ravihuda said to his son, Reb Damar, demar, your arrogance, the sarirusa demar, and your bossiness, garmalelamar, caused you deloy tema shmeidzami pume that they will not teach halacha in your name in the world to come. In other words, if you would have gone, then people would have said, Amar, Rav Yitzchak, Amar Ula. But now that you didn't go, now Abaye went, now people are going to say, Amar, Abaye, Amar Ula. So you did a bad thing by not going yourself. The Rashbam explains to Rabbi that got angry at his son that he didn't go himself, and now they're not going to teach Halachas in his name, but rather not by his name. And the Rashbam quotes argamara in Yavamas that called Tamar Chacham Shalom and Vayishlomo mipiv subsoi sub So the the Sefer asks now that Rabbi Yitzchak didn't go there. It's going to be called that Abaye said it. He's not Abaye's not the Balashmua. Abaye was the tape recorder. Abaye's just the one who heard it. So what's what's his father getting angry now? Now, now they're not going to say it in your name. They're going to say Abaye's name. They're not going to say Abaye's name either. So from here we see not only the one who is Mechadesh the Chiddush, his lips will move, but even the person who is mefarsim the Chiddush, his lips will move. And that's included in, called Tamil Dvar Piv, Subsaisive Doivivivais, not only the one who is Mechadeshit, but the one who is Mefarsemit, is also included in Subsaisive Doivivais. So in other words, if somebody finds some kind of uh, idea, and it's not his idea, somebody else said it, but they told people about it, they also get the Subsaisive Doivais. But we see another chiddush from here. He says, We see from here further, that normally we think that the concept of is that if somebody says, and then after his death, some student says it over, this is an Eloi neshama somehow and his lips will move. But that there should be an inyan that a person should think about what could he do while he's alive so that Misa that we never heard. But from this story we see that it's kedai to be mavatel from your regular learning, to be koina, this madrega and maila that there should be something that you say over that people will say from you. Because why why do you think Rabbi Yitzchak didn't go to Ula? Probably because he was learning. And probably he had many of his own chidushim. And probably he had of doivevayz from his own chidushim. But his father was makbid, even though someone else could go, so that he should have an additional zuchus that not only will they say over Tyra in his name, but they should say over Tyra in the name of Ula that that he heard. Okay. So this is just another Gemara and Shas about the Indian of of doivevayz. And you know what? I told you I was going to go to the Marsha. I'm going to work a little backward now. The Berkha Savram. The Berkha Savram. Savram is uh, uh, Rav Erlanger, one of the biggest Rashi Yeshivas of uh, the last generation. It was Nifter recently. And he has some very interesting Chakiras about this. Number one. Why in the world would you want your lips to move in the grave? I mean, then you just get dirt in between your teeth. It's hard to floss, you know. It's very hard. The, the dentist, if you're not buried next to a dentist or a periodontist, what are you going to do? What's the mail of He of Vavais? He asks, I understand someone who's alive. Then at least he can learn Torah. If his lips are moving, he's learning Torah. But if your lips are moving in Oilam Hazah when you're not mechuyav in Mitzvahs because the person is dead, what is the g- bi- Groysa Gadil of Sibsois of And the Marsha says literally, your lips move. We'll see that, we'll come to the Marsha. So the Birkhas Avram wants to know what's the Majrig, what's the Mailah of Sibsois of So Rav Erlinger says, A wild Chiddush. Um, I'm just looking to see the... I should quote the person who put this uh, together from Summit Shul in Lakewood. Um, Put together the... um, some of the Marimachai on on... uh, the Dafah Shavua, so not all of them. Um, he he gathered this Berchas Anyway, the Berchas says as follows: chaim It says about the Torah: the Torah brings life to those who emit it, which we darshan to me in to those who emit it with their mouth. nechshav mitzvahs that by saying it with your mouth, it's considered Talmud Torah, Rav Ehrlinger says, that if your lips are moving, then you're Makai in the midst of Talmud Torah, even though now you're exempt, and the person doesn't have free choice, since the Torah of your lips moving, came about through your act of free choice, that you did in your lifetime, so it could be connected to the Torah you learned when you were alive, and it's a way to be mekayin mitzvahs even after you leave this world. That's a pretty radical chedosh. That if your lips are moving while you're dead, you could get a mitzvah. Even though, one second, if you wear tzitzis while you're dead, we don't say, well, you wore the, you put on the tzitzis while you're alive, so now the tzitzis you're wearing while you're dead joins up with the tzitzis that you're, you're wearing while you're alive, and it adds to the mitzvah. I don't think we say that. But for some reason, he says if your lips are moving, then you actually get the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Ah, uh, that's hard to understand. But again, then we're left with the question What exactly is the maila of Sivsoy Soyv Doivivoys Bekeber? You're
1: cutting other people's lips to move. So, isn't it like. As if it's your lips that are moving. It's what? You're cutting other People's lips to move, so it's as if the
0: person that uh, passed, it's like his lips are moving. Oh, so you want to say that if other people are quoting you, so the fact that their lips are moving, so it's like uh, if you cause someone to give tzedak, it's like you're giving tzedakah. If you cause someone's lips to move, then it's like your lips are moving, and then it's accredited to your zechus. And then it's like you're living in two worlds because you're in the world to come but because you got someone else's lips to move it's like your own lips are moving. So, okay, good. That's different than what Rav Gur is saying. You're saying that um, you get the mitzvah of Talmud Torah through what you influenced other people. Okay. Very nice. Then the Baruch wants to know what difference does it make if they say your name or not? I mean, Rabbi Yochanan was Macbid. If you cause somebody else to learn, so you cause someone else to learn. Of what relevance is is it if they mention your name? So he says, I understand. If your friend knows the Torah because of you, so then, that will increase your zechus. Just like there's a mitzvah to teach, the mitzvah that your friend has Torah because of you, and your z'chus is increased, that if it's because of you, people are learning. What does it add if they mention your name? That was the question we asked before. From here we see, the explanation is not the it 's not that the merit of someone else learning gives you reward because then it should be irrelevant if they say your name The fact that they say your name in conjunction with the zuhus that you cause someone to learn causes your lips to move, and that itself is like learning. If I cause you to learn, and you say my name, then it's like I'm learning. If you didn't say my name, it sounds like this, if you don't say my name, then I just get the zechus. You were learning, so I get the zechus for your learning. But now if you add my name into it, so then it's like my lips are moving. But again, I don't know what the... He doesn't really give a Hezbollah to that. What's the rationale that this only takes place if the name is mentioned? Then... I wouldn't explain why Rabbi Yashman was appeased then. Right? Because if it's only... If they say your name, I guess then then you would say... If um, if it's known that you were the contributor to it, then it's like your lips are moving. Look what he says. Anybody knows what this stands for? Vyeshli hacha. Safake toira. Anybody knows what this stands for? Vieshli hacha. I don't know. I think he has some kind of Chakira. What if they say over Dvar Torah, and you're alive? Do your lips move? One time I, I uh, brought Rabbi Pinchas Friedman into the shul to speak, and he began with the following joke. He said that his wife asked him, Rabbi, Rabbi Pinchas, why are you talking in your sleep? And he said, because Gladstein sang over another Dvar Torah in my name. Um, so, you know, I guess at least according to that joke, Sivsoi Soiv apply if you're alive. The truth is, I saw last night, Rabshim Shimon Schwab says this, Beferosh. What's the reason why, Ha'imar, Davar Amrai, may be Why does it bring Gu'ulallah? So he says like this, if when you say over divvitar in the name of someone who's not alive, you cause his lips to move, certainly if you say over divvitar in the name of someone who is alive, you cause their lips to move. So when you cause someone else's lips to move, that's the greatest achdos in the world, that two people are saying the same dvar And we know achdos is maybe gula la'olam. Sinas chinam caused chorbin, achdos will cause binyin. So Rab Schwab learns that if there's subsistence of doi voice, but this is the Chakira of the Birch HaSavram. He says, Is it only in the grave or even in the grave? You could say that even when you're alive, you get the Zuchus, you're causing someone to learn. The Chiddush is even Acharei Moisei. Why should you say dafkal L'Acharei Moisai? But then he says, maybe you could prove from the Gemara, we see Rabbi Yochanan was consoled from Rabbi Yaakov Bar'idi, who said, everyone knows this is the Torah Rabbi Yochanan. But what do you mean? It says they have to say it in your name. Not that they know it's from you. Now if you say that when someone is alive, there's no Nafkamina, only lach then you could say, since the listeners know it's from Rabbi Yochanan, they'll say it in his name, and now he is b'chayim. unclear exactly what his point is, but he's raising a good point uh, uh, about a different issue, namely, if it only works if they say it in your name, so how was uh, Rabbi Yaakov idi Rabbi Oichanan? And then he says, well, maybe he was Mepayis him because it's not that if everybody knows that it came from Rabbi Yochanan, then Rabbi Yochanan would get the same benefit, but it's removing the kpeda, meaning there's no alternative over here. You can't, Yeshua ben, he can't say over by every share, this is from Rabbi Yochanan, this is from Rabbi Yochanan, this is from Rabbi Yochanan, and therefore uh, don't be makbed. Okay, with this in the back pocket, let's come to the marsha. Okay, we'll try to go through this uh, briefly. Shanemar, kasher tzivah, yeshua, vichia, kol dabershama, Yira, raya, kol hoya, loi, the Marshall says, "What's the riot from Yahushua? Yeshua had no one else to learn it from. From Moshe, so by Yeshua it was obvious that if he was giving share, he heard it from Moshe. Umistama called varav mei pi Moshe. B'dar Rayim in later generations, Shef shilakav mei ravim, he could have accepted from anybody. Yeshloy loymar sham sheim mi so what's the raya from Yehoshua? Yehoshua had no one else to learn it from. Of course, it came from Moshe. That's why he quotes the pasuk Sheheyt al Yehoshua, Shukom Asha Amar pi Moshe, who Afagav deleka lastuka le astapuke be mipi Achiram. Ela da al mishum de icala astapuke be demidasa atzma Yomar came. We need the pasuk. You can't bring a raya from Yehoshua straight. You know why? Because maybe he got it on his own. But the fact that the Pasuk says that everything he said came from Moshe, the Pasuk is saying, and he never said anything from his own Das. I, do you think he actually said by every teaching, I got it from Moshe? Meaning, the Marsha is saying that the pasuk is made on Yeshua. That whatever he said was mipi Moshe. Even though possibly you may say, "Well, maybe he said midas atzmai," therefore the pasuk is made. No, everything he got from Moshe. And don't be misupic that he took it midas atzmai. So too by Rebbe Lezer. He's your Talmud. A mistama, he's saying it in the name of his Rebbe and he's not saying it on his own A'cherem. because then he would have said where he got it from. Now, why was Rabbi Yochanan so makbid? Says the Marsha. Maybe Rabbi Yochanan was makbid. Because kal ha'omer davar b'shem amray may Gulala la'aylam, and Rabbi Lezer failed to bring gula la'aylam. I Meaning, isn't that a possibility? Why does the Gemara say Rabbi Yochanan was, Yochan was makbid because he uh, wanted subsois sub doiv Maybe Rabbi Yochanan was makbid because Rabbi Lezer wasn't mekayim kal ha'omer davar b'shem amray may v'gula la'aylam. Now that can't be because then achirim nami yisham la'akbid be'kach then. Anyone should be Macbeth if somebody doesn't say over in their name. It must be, it's more than that. He was Macbeth on something that he himself was losing out. If he would have said in his name, like Rabbi Huda said, You can't be in a tent in the, in the next world. Ella, rather, like the harif says, they say it's very far fetched. How could the lips of a dead person move? Especially after they're in the dust. For a long time. It says Speech is the faculty of the soul that is executed through the, the body. Any praiseworthy speech is Moilid a spiritual force Bidoy memeshubach in an equally praiseworthy way? Uva Omroi beshem Amroi, Oisoy Kayach Ruchani Shanoilad, Kvar huma Eurer mo'ilidoi Bebezoilamoi, shehim Hanashama Bailam Haba Uclehadib or Shema Svasim Bailam hazah Gam Kihem Bekevar Kvar. Since speech is from the neshama through the guf, and every dibur Mashubach is mailed, a spiritual energy in a similar thing. And if you say B'Shem Amrei, the k'ach Ruhani will be mailed in the one who caused it, both in their neshama and in their dibur. And the analogy is from good wine that's in a pit. It will move, it will wiggle if the finger touches it, so, to the lips, even though they're in the pit, they will actually move if they are stirred. So, the Marsha seems some kind of a mystical idea, and the uh, the Aruch Leiner, Rabbi Yaakov quotes the and the Marsha he quotes the Marsha who asks, how in the world could the body speak if it's rotted away? And the Archaner says, well, the Zoyar says that a person's nefesh hangs around the kever in the form of the person, in other words, the spiritual entity of the nefesh is similar in shape and size to the body, and it attaches itself to the ruach of the person that's in ganeden atachtoy. It attaches itself to the neshamah of a person which is and elyain. So there are three parts of the person: the neshama is in Shamayim, the ruach is and Tahtoin, and the nefesh is by the kevar. And that's how we go to be mespalo by kvarim. Therefore, there's it is shachs of of doivavois, not the physical lips of the goof, but rather the lips of the nefesh that hangs around the Kever that is in the shape of the Guth. So the Oruch Lenar seems to be saying that a person has a, a certain spiritual entity that hovers over the Kever. It's not the Ruach, that's in Ganei it's not the Neshama, that's in Ganeda Deh but rather it's the Nefesh. And that Nefesh is, so to speak, awakened when, when the, uh, somebody says over Torah in their name. Okay, these are a few things to think about. In other words, I think we have more questions than answers. Namely, what exactly is the benefit of substantive voice? That's not clear. Um, we're not sure why this is only uh, a, a Myla, or it only is activated if they say it in your name. And if, they, if it's only when they say it in your name, how exactly... Where they mephiys Rabbi Yochanan? If everybody knows, and uh, these are just some of the Gemaras that discuss it, and some of the questions. Okay, anybody has anything to add? I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, why was Rabbi Yochanan mocked if he was still alive? Why, why does he care about Sephusah? Double verse for Kevin. So I guess he, he wanted the insurance. In other words, if he's not staying over while he's alive, then he won't be doing it when he's not alive, and then he won't have subsistive divas. Now, or, according to the Mahalach, that it's not only when you're dead, it's also when you're alive. So then he was makved that he was taking away the subsistive divas currently. But then, again, that would not be like the Aruch Lener. In other words... That would have to be assuming that subsistive device applies when a person's alive. Yeah.
1: So I think the Pana gives a tarot which answers a lot of these questions. It's almost, it's almost very simple. Rabbi Echran was mothbed that his name wasn't mentioned because he felt that if his name was mentioned the halacha would have more weight and people would listen to it. Mm-hmm. If, he, if they don't mention Rabbi Echran, people will not possibly like him forget they'll forget the halacha and it's ice. Mm-hmm. So... That's shots. that, in other words, if, after Misa, if somebody is doing things that you left in this world, you still got credit for it. And maybe that's
0: why he was... What's the Mila of of Daivavice? I don't
1: know if it's Dafka but of it just means that, that people are doing what you had said in Eilam HaZeh, therefore you're getting credit in Eilam HaVar. And maybe mm-hmm. that's why the terrible.
0: And it's only if they say it in your name, because otherwise the people are no, not going to no. think it's...
1: They won't take it seriously. That's the only reason. They'll take it. They'll take it seriously. They'll, they'll they'll do what you said, and therefore, then he gets credit for it. And that's why he was appeased by Yachavei Because
0: they'll know it was from Rabbi Kanan. Mhm. And so, so, so voice is not the is not the main factor. The main factor is that you cause somebody to do something. But if they don't say your name, then they're not going to listen. So then, it, then would come out that. If let's say am um, a smaller person, so in other words, then it would come out that let's say a great person steals a chedushim of a smaller person, then then Abba, the 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 person should be happy that somebody said it over because now people are going to listen to it. Uh huh. Okay, send that to me, please. Okay, shkayach everyone. Have a good day. Brachot Slacha.